Hello, 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 everyone. How are you? You are listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And I am your hostess, Lisa. And I want to thank you for listening. And the music in the background, I do not own the rights to. Let's just clarify that. So, I am like, I don't know. I could apologize again. Oh, didn't get the podcast up. Blah, blah, blah. The blogs are all going three days a week. They are on schedule and doing well. With the podcast, eh. And it's not because I don't enjoy it. It's just a matter of time management. And there's only so many hours in the day. There's only one of me to do many of those things, you know, that I do. So here's the deal. I could keep making excuses. I could whatever. I'm taking something off of my plate. Oh my gosh. And my husband is so excited for me. And I told one of my friends today and she's like, really? I am so proud of you. I'm like, oh, look at I've done one little thing which will free up so many minutes in my life. It's ridiculous. And it's something I enjoy. But um, I just finished the book Essentialism. And I talked about it last week and I just finished it and it is such a good book. And, you know, basically it's, you know, what goes above the line? You know, when we are asked to do things or to be a part of something or organize something or lead something, if we can't give a hard, solid, hell yeah, then the answer is no. And I am one of those people, you know, the author talks about you know, do you just say, um, sure, you know, because you feel guilty or you don't want to let somebody down or then there's the flip side of, do you say yes, because you're such a perfectionist that you don't want anybody else to do it and not do it right, which would be your way, right? So I'm trying to think of, you know, when new things are coming before me, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. And I'm re-looking at the things in my life. And what are the things that I really want to be doing? What are my hell yeah in my life right now? And, you know, where are they falling on the grand scheme of my priority list and my attention? Are they fizzling? Are they thriving? Are they something I enjoy but they become work and unenjoyable? Is it something I really would enjoy, but other stuff I don't enjoy is sucking the time away from it? I don't know. So that's where I'm at. And when I can podcast, I'm going to podcast and I'm going to get it out here because this is one of the things that I enjoy and I have missed. So to all my faithful listeners and uh, fans, I guess is the word. I don't know. I don't really like fans. Listeners. Um, Stay tuned. More podcasts to come as I take different things off of my plate and start saying no to other things that don't need to be on my plate. So I want to encourage you to try to do that also. Are there are there things in your life that you just wish you had no, more time to do? One of them might be to sleep or to rest. Spend time with your family. Spend time alone do something for yourself and 
know, you need to look at that. Is that one of your, you know, when somebody has said, are you getting enough family time? No. You know what? That needs to get moved above the priority line ASAP. You know, are you getting enough time and taking that quiet time with God every day? And when it's a no, it's a Lisa, get your butt in gear. Yeah. Um, When I am too tired to get up early to spend quiet time with the Lord, I'm too tired at night. Um, There's something wrong there. And, you know, so I need to get things switched around and, you know, going to the gym. Who knew a year ago, January, when I was doing the podcast, you go back and you listen to January of 2019 and you listen to my podcast about, you know, how I talked to my nutritionist every week and he was like, all right, you need to go to the gym at least twice. And I'm like, blah, I'm not, you know, he'd say, all right, I want you to go three times. Your goal's three this week. I'm like, all right, I'll aim for one you know, to exercise, and it was like, oh, just terrible, and I didn't see the point in it, I didn't see any value in it, February, February or March, we joined the local YMCA, and then over the summer, you know, we invested money so that my daughter and I both went to the trainer, and I continued with the trainer when my daughter went back to college, and it is an investment. And here's the deal. I look forward to my training session. You know, he'll text and say, all right, what day am I kicking your butt this week? And I love it because you know what? That's what he's doing. He kicks my butt and he holds me accountable. And I love that. So, but now if I don't get to the gym three times a week, I am miserable. My body, my mind has just come to really crave and enjoy, oh, who thought I'd say that, enjoy the gym. And it's not even necessarily that I love gym rap um, philosophy because I'm not necessarily sure that's it, but I, I enjoy how well I sleep at night. I enjoy that my pants are not tight. I enjoy that, you know, I can play with my cousin you know, my one-year-old cousin and bounce her up and down and lift her and dance with her and not be out of breath. Those are the things that make it worth it. You know, so going to the gym at first I thought was work and whatever. They said it would be good for me. And here's the deal. Once you start that habit, you're like, oh, I need that. And you won't regret it. It's, it's worth the time. And So, you know, as I'm off to the gym for um, an aerobics class, it's called Walk 15. Now it's called LIT. I think it's like low impact training or something. I don't even know what it stands for. But it's a killer workout. Low impact does not seem right because she kicks our tushy. Oh my gosh, my muscles hurt. So my goal is to start getting back to the gym four times a week minimum. If I can get the fifth one in, I'm going to. I ordered some DVDs to do workout at home in the morning on the days I can't go. And what I'd like to do is just have one day that's a non-exercise day. You know, get in two to three cardios, um, two days of strength training, two days of strength training, three cardios, and then a day of like a cardio strength. You know, so uh, 
it's not yoga. It's called praise moves. It's a Christian. They say not to call it a Christian yoga, but you know, it's moves, but it focuses on God and scripture versus the universe and grounding yourself to the earth. You ground yourself with God. So I'm going to try that. I, I had a gift card from my birthday in August. I hadn't used, so I bought the praise moves DVDs so that I can try those at home as, you know, some of my strength and cardio type days, which will also help with my quiet time because it's all scripture based and meditation type stuff. So I'm really excited. And that's one thing. And just eliminating this one thing from my schedule, this one thing is going to free up a lot of time. And I don't want to say what it is yet because I need to let, um, it's going to impact people's lives. And there's that part of me that was like, oh, but what are they going to do? And then, you know, as I read the book Essentialism and I prayed about it, I can't worry about what's right for the masses. I have to worry about what's right for me, what's right for my family, what's right for my health. And so eliminating this one thing is going to be huge, huge. Like, I enjoy it. I don't really make a lot of money if I make any um, by the time, you know, product and gas and, you know, the expenses are figured out. I'm probably breaking even. So by eliminating this, I'm going to gain about five hours a week. And this excites me to no end. And yeah, that's just so exciting to me. I'm going to gain five hours a week. That's 20 hours a month. That's huge. And, you know, I'm looking at my schedule. What other things can I, you know, that are already in my life, already scheduled in, what can be let go? You know, what isn't a hell yeah, I want to do that. And what are my hell yeahs that I'm not doing that I want to do? And how do I get them back on the list and still get enough sleep? Because here's the deal. There's going to be a trade-off. You know, and they talk about that in, the, in this book. That you have a trade-off. So in order to still get your hours of sleep that you need... You're going to, there's a trade-off. Something's going to have to go if you have a schedule like mine that's so crazy full. If I want to make it to the gym, you know, four times a week minimum, but get in six workouts a week, four of them being at the gym itself, then there's going to be a trade-off. What will go? And so I've made one hard decision of what's going to go and next week I will be letting the customers and people that it's going to affect, they will find out and then I can share with you what it is and you know, that's the just, just where it is and how do I put writing and podcasting and prayer time and quiet time, how do they all get back into the schedule Um, another book I'm reading uh, is Girl, Wash Your Face I'm almost done with that one what a good book, that's so good if you haven't, you know 
and it kind of aligned with like the essentialism but on a different I don't know they were it's it's been nice reading the two of them together because you know girl wash your face is definitely a Christian book essentialism isn't Christian or faith-based uh, yet the truths within it are so strong I would recommend it and I think reading it simultaneously with girl wash your face like I pulled different things out of both books that I may have missed if I had read them at different times so those two books worked out well for me reading them together so that's that's where I'm at things are getting cut um I was asked something today I'm like hell no not doing it no guilt none there was a time I'd say all right I do it because I know nobody else will hell no not doing it I don't have a hell yeah then it's a hey no and moving on and we need to do that without guilt because you are worth your time I am worth my time my family deserves a happy and healthy version of me your family and friends deserve a happy and healthy version of you and if we're always putting other people's needs request items above our own at some point it will catch up to us and we will burn out get angry um i don't know yes we're supposed to put others above ourselves but we're not supposed to punish ourselves or deprive ourselves 24 7 to make others happy that's that's not how it's supposed to work you know it's all about a balance and are there things I may not be able to say no to at least not immediately yes are there things that you know I wish I had the strength to say no um yes but I probably won't and but I'm just gonna take it to the Lord in prayer and as I have that quiet time and I carve that back into my schedule I will just keep praying for God to lead and guide and help me with my hell yeah and um no thank you no thanks for asking but no thank you and you can do it too it's I'm not gonna say it's easy it'd probably be the hardest thing you ever do and you know, my daughter, you know, she's such an amazing young lady. And she had some tough decisions before her going into this last semester of her undergrad. And there's things that she truly enjoys and values. But they were completely messing with her ability to manage her time and her schedule and her preparation for her future after graduation and leading into grad school. And so we had this discussion because my daughter's the one that bought the book Essentialism for me for Christmas and she bought it for herself too. And, you know, she said, Mom, I just don't know what to do. I said, well, you know what you have to do. You just do it. And then she goes, well, that's kind of the pot going the kettle black, isn't it? And like, ooh, ouch. But she's right. You know, I'm telling her, well, you know what you have to do. You're burned out. You're overwhelmed. You're exhausted. Stuff has to come off your plate. And if you're going to succeed this semester and be able to prepare for grad school and graduation and your career, then some of the fun college stuff has to go. 
because yeah, it's the fun social stuff. And, and even some of it looks good on a resume, but will it look good on a resume if you show up with bags under your eyes because of drama and two-faced people? No. And, you know, she, she made a hard, hard decision and we are so proud of her. And it took a lot out of her to do that. And I don't even think her friends or the other acquaintances on campus even get it. You know, how difficult a decision it was, but that she chose and made such an adult choice to put herself and her health first over the welfare and the well-being of an organization, that's huge. And that's a life lesson. She inspired me and empowered me to be able to say, you know what, if my 21-year-old daughter can do what I preach, then I better put the proof where the pudding is, right? And I need to do it too. Not just tell her to do it. I need to do it too. And so we can learn from our kids too. There's a whole other lesson. So how's this for a podcast? We started with just something pretty light and lame and here we are getting kind of intense and I just want to encourage you to think about what is essential in your life what can you know what do you want to be essential in your life it may not there may be a list of things on your schedule none of them are essential to you but you're doing them out of guilt or obligation or because of past um, practice Look at your life, look at your to-do list, look at how you spend your time, how you spend your money, what's essential, what's important to you, and what can you take off of your plate if you're not having enough things on there that are essential but you don't have time because the mundane and expected have taken, captured your schedule and your time. Time is a precious commodity and you just don't know what tomorrow brings. And, you know, recent news, I think, you know, people are grasping that. You know, they don't know Kobe Bryant personally. You know, he's a a basketball legend. He's, you know, this iconic hero, if you will, that so many people look up to and the tragic helicopter accident that took his life and his daughter's and the baseball coach and his daughter and you know it took the lives of many people and now the world's like hold on to your loved ones you know cherish each moment I just wish it didn't take a tragedy for the world to recognize that but it is what it is so you have the chance right now to move what's essential up on your list, cut out the non-essentials, and you're not going to be able to do it all at once. You'll be the most hated person in the neighborhood. Prioritize what can go that's really not essential at all. I mean, what I'm cutting, if I was making money to help, you know, for our home, maybe I would think about it more, but I don't think so. I think the time right now for me, that five hours a week, I can go to the gym and that's more important to me than, you know, breaking even or making $3, (laughs) you know, 
So good luck to you. Have a fabulous week. It is Monday, um, January 27th, 2020. And as you move through this January, continue to make the essential cutbacks, the essential choices. And if you can't say hell yeah, say no way. Or you could be polite and say no thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, hit the favorite button, share it on social media, and feel free to tag me. I'd love to comment back. Thanks again. Have a great night, everybody.